0: a different version of it That's a different then. yeah
1: no it's not the well it's not the opening one because the opening one that I made is um oh, what the hell is it it's 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 like I cut out the extra life parts yeah and because we're leading into extra life I figured
0: we are, indeed. we are indeed
1: indeed why not use one of the extra life ones I have one for I have one made for you and one made for Chris by the way which I can I've never used my one yeah so that way you guys we can have it and we can rotate through each one of them if I remember to change the openings at all. <laughs> See you well. <laughs> right. Good morning, everybody.
0: How you doing? I hope you're well. Welcome to the Game Won't Play Itself podcast. I am Lud Maker, and joining me as always, it is In Your Hockey Shirt.
1: I found this. This is this is OG.
0: Yeah, that is OG.
1: It is James Atkinson. Morning, everybody.
0: And indulging in his coffee to wake him up this morning. It is the most sensual voice on the internet. Stratham. Hagelman.
2: <laughs> well, that's uh, that's my flattering right there.
1: I mean, let's be
2: honest. Good let's... morning, everybody.
1: On this podcast, coffee yes. night is here. <laughs> On this podcast, yes, Chris has the most sensual voice.
2: On the internet, I would I would dispute
1: that, but... I mean, Stratham? I'll take it here. Stratham is... That's
2: velvet there. Stratham, cryotic. Yep. Markiplier.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you four got together on a podcast, that would just be like loads of people around the world would just get just get pregnant <laughs> right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what is women it? alike?
0: No matter what the gender, whether it's bi, you know binary, non binary, whatever, everyone would suddenly have this modern miracle of being pregnant.
2: <laughs> Nightmare. It's like an eldritch horror. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so want okay with everyone. Today uh we have the content dump. It's a different content dump today. Yes, because uh, one of us is a little bit constipated for their content dump today, so they don't really have anything. It's just the other two that will be leading the way, which sounds very weird now I've said it. Um, also, what we've been playing, shout outs and pimp outs and, you know, the usual <coughs> good stuff. So, I'll get on with the content dump and I'll actually let you two lead because I'm the one that... I got nine. <laughs> I got nine that I want to talk about today. were
2: well, uh, James, would you like to go first? Or... Sure. I can talk about stuff.
1: Uh, yes. Um, I'll pull up the leaks. Let's talk about leaks, everybody, because guess what? That way I can tag it in the YouTube video and get views. <laughs> uh, so PlayStation five, apparently an account named Iron Man. Yes. Iron Man. I think his name's like Iron Man PS five. Uh, came out and said that uh, the PlayStation 5 has three leaks. Uh, One is the price, which is uh, $499 USD. Once again, I don't know for which version. Tip number two, that it will be releasing on November 20th, which is the 23rd anniversary uh, of the PlayStation 1's original launch, which was on November 20th, 1997. Hmm. I wonder where somebody got that date from, and has been talking about that date for weeks now. Um, and then finally, that the SSD drive on the uh, in the PlayStation 5 will not be a terabyte, but will be an 825 gig hard drive. Uh, ter or 825 gig hard drive that has 125 gigs stuffed away for software, which means you'll have 700 gigs. To download your two video games that you want to play. Yeah, your yeah. two Call of Duty's. It's Call of Duty and whatever other. Cyberpunk. We'll go with Cyberpunk. We'll go with Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. We'll,
2: Cyber- we'll stay Cyberpunk. We'll stay Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, that seems to be like an 80 20 split.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's, that's a safe bet.
1: It'll happen around then. Actually, Cyberpunk on PC will only take up 70 gigs of hard drive space.
0: Wow. Nice. Apparently.
1: Considering how big
0: that game is apparently going to be.
1: Yes. So, let's talk about this. Uh, are we surprised at any of that? Not really. Am I going to believe nope. any of it? Not really.
0: Um, I'll give that a 50-50 chance of it being accurate. Right? That's that's what I'll do. I'm not going to discount that because, again... It seems to be where a lot of people are saying in this ballpark area. Yeah. So there's got to be something there. There's got to be something in it. But whether they're right or not, we'll eventually find out.
1: Well, I mean we we we've, we've kind of thought about this. We we've, we've kind of narrowed down to be it, for it to be that time frame, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just more of the same for us. So yeah. Am I it's, it's it's is it nice to kind of have all of a sudden something kind of narrowing things down a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice to have like there actually being some leaks that we can actually do and actually talk about. Um I would like to know dates for games. That would be nice. That would be very nice. I'd like to I would like to know more on that, but I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, there's still what we're in end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have September, October, and then, and then November.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> three months time, less than three months time if you go from August, September, September, October, October, November.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think. I mean, once once stores start talking about Black Friday and Black Friday ads, I think then that's when we'll really start to see the push. Yeah. Uh for these um so hey it's it's new it's it's interesting. They are leaks. I can tag the shit out of the podcast now. Um <laughs> just so I can say PS5 leaks. <laughs> Hang on, I need to do a YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, I know we we were discussing before the show about there's no Sony have come out and said they're not going to say anything about confirmations or release dates or prices, whatever, in August. But we know Gamescom online is uh, this weekend coming on the 27th because we know Jeff Key popping up with his opening night again. Do you think... The Xbox will finally say something this week.
1: I don't know. It's been a rough couple of weeks for Xbox. Mm,
0: they need something positive because, yeah, as you say, it's been horrible.
1: <coughs> Every They got showed Halo and everybody was just like, meh. And they weren't happy with it. They said that other Halo games have looked better. And that now that the, the release date has gone from releasing uh, Holiday to sometime in 2021 um that's not good and then also that there's the leaking that the multiplayer will be free and that there will be a battle pass which means halo battle royale most likely um in a saturated battle royale market it's just i don't I they need yeah they need some positive news and you know Xbox, I admit, leading up to this whole console situation, we're not even going to call it a console war anymore. It's not a console war anymore. No. Leading up to the release of the next gen consoles, Xbox probably had the momentum. They had the inside track. They had some, they're buying game studios, getting them as independent, pushing it out. But I think it also leads into Xbox strategy uh, because you can see the divergence of strategies now. PlayStation is looking at developing a console, and developing new games for a new console. Xbox yeah. is about the Xbox Pass, Game Pass, and putting that on everything. So Xbox is looking more globally, looking more like, let's how can we get games across multiple platforms? How can we get people to play these games across multiple platforms? And how can we get somebody to pay us a monthly subscription fee for something? Which mm-hmm. is the way the world is now, um, which is smart by them but at the it's so they're looking more i think Xbox has a better long-term strategy if you're looking at like where they're going to they're, they're what they're looking at is going to be more kind of like it may not it may be somewhat unpopular now but probably at the <laughs> end of the Xbox generation at the end of next next gen's generation which is what normally 5 to 7 years is a console life period
0: yeah the way it's going at the moment now where
1: the kids who grew up knowing nothing but subscription models for anything that mm-hmm. becomes the norm to them. And then at that point they're just like this is fine. Why do I need a console when I have the Xbox pass? Where PlayStation yeah. is holding on to the old, old giving gamers what they want, which is a console with one thing that does the thing that goes on from there. And so it's a de- it's different marketing strategies. And we'll see how it plays out. The fact that Microsoft now is tied in with Steam And EA is tied in with Steam. That's kind of a big deal. I mean, Flight Simulator came out and came out on Steam. Day one. That's a huge thing for Microsoft. People love Flight Simulator. So, do I want some positive news from Xbox? Yeah. Can they they do that by just saying, here's the date, here's the price? Absolutely. And then people will go. Then it puts the pressure on Sony. Then it puts Sony on the back foot again. And it gives them some momentum. But I think, once again, you're gun-shy because if you know the release date, you're going to go, what first-party games do you have for this thing? And Xbox is going to go, we don't have any first-party games. But you're going to be able to play all your backlog and upgrade them. And a lot of people are going to be upset with that. Yep. Because you're going to tell me, I I can buy a new console and I can play the same games that I'm going to play on the previous console, on this console. And that's it? And it's just like, there's nothing new, nothing shiny, but you can upgrade <laughs> it and it'll look better. Oh, fucking great. I could buy it on PC and it would probably look better than it is on the console. So why do I need to spend, let's we'll say, $500 on a new console to do it? If I just buy your Game Pass for, what, $599? $1599 if you get the, the Hella Edition? On a decent gaming PC and have it be even just as good. And use clout. Yeah.
2: And let me let me open up this here. This is so this is the marketing that Xbox can use. Is they can if they open up and they go, "At the moment, we're not focusing on creating first-person titles. We're focusing on development of the console and creating a way for you guys to experience any and all of your games, including your backlog immediately." That is their So that once you have the console, you can play whichever games you want and using Game Pass, we can then begin the publishing of our first party titles that is that is their stance right now that is their stance and that's the way you market it that's the way you say it you say it as our goal is to make sure you can play whatever you want in that spectrum because we're focusing on getting you guys the best console we can which is good but i think a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to be upset
1: because they expect we have expected and we have grown to be we have grown to want a new flashy game that comes with a, ty- with a game release. And Xbox yep. isn't delivering on that. I mean, they're do- not, not a first-party game. You look yep. at Cyberpunk. is going to be kind of that third-party game that kind of... It's going to be a third-party launch, yeah. That, that like, really shows, like... And I think that's going to look great, and I think that's going to sell consoles. I think if you see... And I'm pretty sure we will see a Xbox One X... What is it? Xbox One X? X? Mm-hmm. 69 uh, 69
2: Cox slayer 69 <laughs> <laughs> they really should just make the xbox 420 no scope <laughs> yeah. um, but i'm gonna think it's you're gonna see
1: in the next gen xbox bundled with cyberpunk that's gonna be a black friday deal i bet money on it that that's a bundaroo that you'll be able to buy because you have to package it with somebody. There's, that's always these, with these holiday console releases. You have, a bun, you have a bundle with a game. Usually a game that's coming out. What yeah. was it like? One year was when Halo came out. It was like the Xbox with two controllers and Halo. And it was like at like maybe like 50 to to $100 more than what the regular Xbox was priced at. But you were getting it at, like at a discount of like $150 based on like the game and the controllers and stuff you were getting. And it's not like you have to give them a physical disc; you just give them the download di- copy, which is already happening with some
0: of the Ubisoft stuff, like Valhalla. You're getting you're getting the package uh, for it, but you're not getting the disc like you would be for the PlayStation. You're getting a download code for the Xbox version.
2: Yep.
1: Because it saves them
0: having to print discs. Yep. Yeah. But when and the way the, the um the consortiums and stuff around the world still are, you're still paying a disc based price for it on
1: digital. I'm okay with that though, because it's also preventing price creep. If you're paying for because it, it they're they're getting more money from you, and if that's the way to keep prices down by going full digital and not having to have the print the disc to do that to make better margins, that means that we're not gonna have to pay. Eighty dollars for next gen games. We're going to be—you
0: know—still will be because you're still paying those absorbent prices for the different editions. Like, for example, yesterday when I went on briefly for uh, Dirt Rally, I got an offer on there saying, "Oh, because you've got this, do you want a ten percent off uh, Dirt Rally Dirt five? And I went, "Hmm, that's interesting." Red further and it's just for the special edition, not for the normal edition.
1: Does that ten percent knock it off and make it just the regular edition price? No. I'd done that once because it was it was like an upgrade, you know, buy the next version of the game and it's the deluxe edition. But yeah. like the percentage discount that they were giving made the deluxe edition cost what the regular edition would have cost. So at that point, for me, it was like, well, that's kind of a no-brainer. You get the deluxe edition stuff at the regular edition price, it kind of got me. Okay, I'm in. But I think one of the most interesting one, one of the most interesting DLCs I've seen, and I, it was for a game that came out recently, and I, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was on Steam. It came out, it was a relatively inexpensive game, indie game. I think it was like anywhere between, it was like $15-$20. And they had two DLCs for and they had two launch day DLCs. It was one of them was like for five for four ninety nine, the like the art book and the soundtrack. And yeah. they had another one that was a $14.99 DLC. And it was, and they they said what it was right off the bat. It says there is no content for this DLC. This content, this DLC is $14.99 that goes straight to the developers of the game.
0: Mm.
1: It's a support the developers DLC. That's all it is. You don't get anything for it, but it's just you saying, I enjoyed the game, I want to support you more. Here's fifteen bucks.
0: Because here, here's the thing, right? On PlayStation Store, this the Dirt Five normally fifty four ninety nine. Yeah. Yep. The Amplified Edition, which is what they were advertising uh, on the Dirt Rally yesterday, seventy three ninety nine. Okay. So you're only going to get seven pound forty off as a ten percent if you pre-ordered it on there. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> You're still paying more than you would if you went for the for the dirt rally normally. It's not an, yeah, so it's it's not enough to win you over. And I get that. If they said to me you can get the amplified edition for fifty percent off because you've been playing this, you've been playing that, you've got others, that's a deal? I'd consider that.
1: There have been it, I know Steam will sometimes do sales where like you do things like, Oh, you've got this game you can take 25% off the next game.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. All right. I'm in like, here's, you know, here's a token. You own this game. Here's the next game by the studio. And the studio gives you a 25% off the di- di- discount coupon. Sure. That's that. That's, that's enough. Taking a quarter percent of the price off the game. Most of the time, those games are $30, but it it doesn't matter. It's, it's just the fact that just like, thank you for owning our previous game. Here's that. You're showing loyalty by me to me by giving me a discount. So I will show your loyalty, but to you by buying your next game, whether it's good or not. Um, but I know we've kind of tangled off the point. Going back to what we kind of the whole Xbox PlayStation thing. Um, we're not going to. I don't think we're hearing anything this month. Realistically, I think Xbox. Is, is relying on the fact that they're trying to push to have as many games updated to play on Xbox as possible as their marketing thing. It's just like, listen, you because that's all they've talked about, right? You watch a lot of their conferences, everything they've talked about It's like Phil Spencer has been out there like you can play upgraded. You can get upgrade. You can upgrade your you can buy the game now and get the upgraded version for free on the console. You can play 100 games. Plus, we're expanding the category more and more. You can play the upgrade, play the upgraded, play the upgraded. And all of the games that you've seen, it says available for Xbox. And if you buy it, you get the free upgrade. That's what they've been focused on. They've been focused on taking current and making it new, not making new games. And that's a legitimate strategy. It's—I'm not saying it's the wrong way to go, but it's what they've chosen to do. Where Sony looks like they're gonna—they've been saying, you know, we have upgrades, but we're also pushing out—we're trying to push out some titles. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think Ghost of Tsushima is gonna kick fucking ass on the new PlayStation. That game looks pretty as all hell, and if that thing's on like a machine that can actually freaking run it. That being said, I don't think it'll look anywhere as good as it will on PC. That game on PC, that game was made for a freaking PC. You know that Will. You 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 played through that. You you know that game on a on a gaming rig that can run it at max power.
0: I yeah, you know, I have to say, I didn't have a problem running it on PS4. There was no real lag issues on there or anything. It was I, very very nice. I'm yes, it's going to look more, you know, it's going to look more when you max it out. But then again, they have to max it out properly, not like what was first came out for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Which also, like Horizon Zero Dawn got to the point where people were complaining about like like the rubber faces and stuff. And we're sitting there going like, yeah, you're complaining about that now because you're able to see it at full graphics. But all the other stuff, it's great. Also, play Horizon Zero Dawn, people. It is an amazing game. It was my game of the year, and it was our first completed Let's Play on the YouTube channel. Yeah, My first computed, completed Let's Play on the YouTube channel. Let's be real. It's my first completed <laughs> Let's Play. Um, those don't happen too often. We can count on one hand how many Let's uh, Plays I've completed. But, yeah. I mean, have have seen PlayStation announce Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be a first-party title coming in 2021. They've got plenty of weird stuff. Who's doing the weird, like... Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball game with, like, the walrus. Where, you like, you make food out of an and like, your arms turn into, like, food and shit. Oh, that's on PlayStation, isn't it? It's something snacks. It, it scares the living shit out of me. That's what
2: it is.
0: Hmm.
2: I know the game Bung you are snacks? about,
0: yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, it
2: looks like his hand is strawberries. Yeah, Yeah. that's that game like fucking fever dream looking ass. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm sitting going there, like like that's like I've never taken LSD. I literally think that's (laughs) what taking LSD would be like. Uh, (laughs) On my head. (laughs) (laughs) Though, also, I've always thought that LSD for me LSD would be the one thing I've ever the one time I've ever regretted in my life not taking hallucinogenics was is i went to a pink floyd dark side of the moon laser light show and i thought that like that i i was that was the one time i was like man i should have been really fucking stoned for this maybe i got a contact high being in the building with all the old all the pink floyd people but it was just sitting there just going like just think about that pink floyd laser lights dark side of the moon the lunatic is in the grass Yes, that's right folks. We started talking about PlayStation 5 leaks. Now we're talking about Pink Floyd laser light shows. Welcome to the Tig Whippies Podcast. <laughs> we fill time content, so you don't have to. So apparently
0: uh I'll just quickly interject this before Equestria let you talk about your mm-hmm. big news. Um not long on Twitter they have released that on the one night live or opening night live there. We can give information about season two of James's favorite game in a moment Fall guys. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. I just saw the, uh, the tweet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, mate.
1: Not my Ever. cup of tea. Not happy. I don't, don't like, I don't like fall guys as like a game for me. I like playing it with you guys, even because I can take the piss out of the game while we play it. Am mm-hmm. I happy devolver digital is getting a shit ton of money because of this game? Oh hell yes, because um, I like. La- I think Devolver Digital does some interesting work and some interesting publishing, and they give people a chance to publish games that no other major studios would take. Um, uh, what is it? Shadow Warriors, Devolver, right? Yes. I mean, a <laughs> little mean, bit of wang. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a game about dick jokes. <laughs> 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 It is. <laughs> now, Mike, cross dick jokes off your off your bingo card now too.
0: House. <laughs> so yeah, Chris, what what is it you've got to let us all know about?
2: <clears throat> oh, there is the rising of a small, independently developed, massively multiplayer online game called Existence. And the main reason why this caught my attention is because the uh, developers have been heavily and thoroughly inspired by Anarchy Online, which is one of the oldest running MMOs to date, which was originally launched in 2001. So it predates WoW. 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 It's also... I believe the oldest running sci-fi MMO. But don't quote me on that one. I believe it is. I think it is. I don't remember any others that are still running that are sci-fi. Um but the core thing about this is that these guys are trying to develop this. Uh they're doing it on their own. It's a couple dudes uh yep. right now.
1: Anarchy online is the long is the, lo- is the <coughs> oldest running longest, sci- running. longest running sci-fi yep. MMO.
2: Um So the goal is uh, they're trying to develop this with, A, the whole like no level restriction, no gear restriction, uh, so on and so forth. The the just free open option. Um, They're aiming not to have any pay to win elements, which is enormous in MMOs in and of themselves. And their goals are to basically develop this in a way that will be uh, less expensive from the development side alone, which then opens up the availability to create this as a lower cost for a monthly subscription type thing. Um, but you know, if this if this was a fifteen dollar MMO, if this is a fifteen a month MMO. And, uh, you know, it, it plays well. It has the whole skill system. And looking at it, they have um, a 20 minute YouTube video available to look at it where they're just talking about the development. It's basically a stream of consciousness while they're, you know, opening and testing the uh, the systems. Uh, it looks like a prototype of Anarchy Online. And I fucking love that. I am huge into that. That is my jam. If I recall, there was that time where it was me and three other streamers who were streaming Anarchy Online. So, like, there are, there are there's still a population of people playing it, but something fresh that uses all the same types of systems. Oh. And the whole reason they're developing it the way they are is because they're just kind of sick of the way the MMO industry has been. And I totally get that. I 100% get that.
1: There's somebody streaming Anarchy Online right now?
2: Mm-hmm. Just one? Two.
1: <coughs> oh
2: yeah. Well, there's one guy My dudes.
1: three uh day three Iron Man Permadeath Challenge, and that's from mm-hmm. Data Stream one oh one. And then yep. Anarchy Online is just streaming with the Anarchy Cam.
2: <laughs> so I'm sure everyone has played things that Funcom... Developed, um, Funcom is is not a small company per se.
1: No, Funcom. You guys
2: would have known Age of Conan. Yep. Dark Age of Camelot. Secret World. Uh, mutant Year Zero. Mutant Year Zero. The Longest Journey and Dreamfall: The Longest Journey. Secret World. If I recall, those Those might, I might be off on those, those, uh, but I do recall those being Dreamfall. Yep. The longest journey.
1: Hide and shriek. I'm, I'm looking at their Wikipedia right now.
2: Yeah. And it looks like they're doing some new titles upcoming too, with different styles. They, at one point did this like weird Pokemon style MMO, um, that was marketed for, like, kids to play, but I don't know what happened to that.
0: was changed and developed by Sony to 1010! <laughs> no, I'm joking. No.
1: <laughs> they did the Casper puzzle game
2: on the Sega Saturn. Yeah, they have a Metal Hellsinger, which is... Something upcoming, I guess. It's a rhythm FPS. I'm pretty hype about rhythm FPSs. Um, <clears throat> just because, you know, uh, what's it called? Pistol Whip. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm super hype about that. Um, the core thing is that yeah, the MMO market has been a very stale, mm. um, Being, like, the real contenders are, you know, some of our super publishers. It's ZeniMax and Squeenix. Blizzard. We don't count them. They don't count anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They don't deserve to be on this list anymore.
1: They don't? (laughs) Nope. They've made more money on God. I mean, let's be honest. Ever EverQuest started it,
2: but Wow made it popular. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, but they have most certainly made some absolutely atrocious choices. Activision. Two hundred <laughs> gigs. Actually, they've been knocked down. I think they got knocked down out of uh, most popular.
1: You mean like most popular is in like players base?
2: Yeah.
0: It's just you hear Activision, you just shut off these days, like. Oh, yep. <laughs> well, that,
1: yeah, I, we can't confirm I think the active player base. Is... We can't confirm that because Blizzard has stopped sharing their active player base
2: numbers. That yeah, that's normally a sign, isn't it? <laughs> well, I... we we have something where we know there's uh. We can find the, the launches of titles, and then about one month later, you can look at the um, other MMOs uh, analytics, and you can kind of start extrapolating information out of that. Um, I do know that there is an enormous, like, exodus of players out of World of Warcraft and into Final Fantasy. And... Because we have a specific term for it. It's the wow fugies. Though, they're, you're going to see
1: them coming back now. They're, they've released the final patch before Shadowlands, which I think comes out later this year. And obviously, since that's happening, now it's the gear run-up for
2: Shadowlands. I still can't believe they're calling it Shadowlands, because that was, like, one of the major expansions for Anarchy.
1: Yeah. At the same time, it's also a zone in in WoW since the beginning. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's it's just, like... When is Shadowlands? It's just going? oof. When is BlizzCon? <coughs> Good question. It probably we'll probably hear the announcement at BlizzCon, but yeah, they've got yeah. um, they've got new systems and stuff coming into play. I like they always do, but yeah, no Shadowlands is coming up for a while. Um, yeah, but if we, if we talk about the, what are the pillars of the community right now? Wow. We have to count wow as a pillar because it has a, um, final fantasy 14, Mm -hmm. um, elder scrolls, elder scrolls,
2: guild wars two. Uh, and I would dare say Eve. I would definitely say Eve. I don't, I think Eve is consistent. I think that's the difference. It's not as voluminous, but it is consistent. And I always love hearing Eve's stories. Don't you guys like love like hearing like like there was a um
1: the most recent one I heard, it, it's kind of a bittersweet story. But um a one of the like, one of the big founding members of a guild was terminally ill and passing away. So they had his one last thing was they wanted to have a gigantic battle. So they had something like uh a quarter of a million dollars worth of ships in a humongous fight to send him off and i think like what the happened i think what ended up happening is like he ended up destroying his ships as part of this because he wasn't going to be able to play anymore and like just like that kind of stuff is cool and eve is an interesting community eve is an interesting mmo in its own right um but yeah eve has been because consider- and we have to do elder scrolls let's be honest elder scrolls and elder scrolls 2 have to be We'll just say the Elder Scrolls games have to be combined into because they were. I mean, Elder Scrolls is 1999, and that game is still on. And of course, Blizzard stole the the rolling server idea from them. BlizzCon
0: is is going to be looking at during early 2021 as our online event.
1: Okay. So well, fun. the the Shadowlands comes out in 2020, so. Something tells me, let me guess, I'll I'll give you guys, let me think, November. (laughs) Because everything's coming out in November. Literally (laughs) everything. You come out in November, and you come out in November, and you come out in November. Did you want to have a life? No. November.
0: November, when the cure for coronavirus happens and we still don't go out.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, I have the best, like, if we want to do, like, edgy like nintendo and like edgy video game marketing from the 90s Mm -hmm. we could be like screw your family play cyberpunk (laughs) oh there's adverts (laughs) there's like the one with like like the woman tied down on the bed with a blindfold and the guy playing a game boy that infamous Mm -hmm. one (laughs) yeah and they were in comic books
0: Is is that the is that the content dumb done? Are we yeah?
1: We, we're done? Is it bad that like out of the five pillars of the MMO community, I'm burnt out
2: and can't play two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh I'm actually enjoying um Elder Scrolls. I can't. Get, I I really love. I can't the housing the system. I can't get into uh, it. and that's that's fine.
1: Because the problem is with me is like and this is what I did with WoW. It's like I found a build. And I followed it. But the problem is with yep. like Elder Scrolls is like if you mess up a bill by like one or two skill points, you're fucked. And I'm like that. And that makes me no. anxious.
2: Um, No. OK, so you're not you're not fucked at all. Um, There's it's actually relatively inexpensive. It's like 50 gold per skill point. Um, But you can just straight reset your skills at any time for for like in game currency like the gold.
1: Yeah. And then I think the other thing that worries me, too, about is that that they have the triad but anybody can be the triad that
2: is something that definitely like throws you through the loop yeah there's six core classes but those classes can fill any role
1: which just screws just screws with my head it's like i like being like i'm going to be this class because this class is a tank and i know this class is a tank where it's like, yeah. you can be this class, but if you put all your hit points in here near the tank, but if you do all of it magic, your DPS or heals. But if you do it all in stamina, then you're definitely DPS. And I'm like, uh,
2: fuck. <laughs> there's like a weird, I'm pretty sure there's weird stamina healer builds. There's really weird things. Yeah. Like, um, you can have entire builds built entirely out of non-class related shit. And that's what just fucks with my head. Just, 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 mm, mm, nope, nope. I can't do it.
1: That's what sort it of, is. So, oh, let's also not forget uh, the Star Wars MMO, which has some really cool yeah. player housing too.
2: It does. It does have some cool things. Uh, It's also. Free- I'm just. I'm so burned on Star Wars. I just. I can't. I know. I can't. It's so. I like, I don't want to. I. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I dabble every
1: once in a while because it's also fully voice acted, which is nice. Yeah. Which is very nice. Um.
2: Let's also talk about the Star Trek MMO. Yeah. One of the uh, the better ship-based MMOs, if I recall. Still is. Still going strong. Still going strong.
1: That's the MMO cast for today. <laughs> so I'd like to talk to you guys about Football manager. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been playing it. <laughs> I have not been playing it. I haven't played like really any video games this week. Uh, if I were to look, there was, there was Spain. Mm-hmm. We raced in Spain in the rain in Spain. Uh, did very well. Yeah, one one, it. one pe- people would consider it to be probably a very boring race. It was excitement at the beginning, excitement on the last lap. But between everything in between was just kind of
0: hold station, really, wasn't yeah. it?
1: A lot, of... yeah. It was me versus Albon, and like five seconds ahead of us was the, was the leaders, and then like six, it was like ten seconds behind us was like the rest of the back, and that was it. That was that was really it. Um, I've also played Crisis a bit, which if you want to go on the YouTube channel, check out Crisis because Crisis takes place in August seventh, twenty twenty. So. I figured it was very relevant to play this game.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, also, you can't do Crisis, and and if you watch it, that that game is I'm recording it in 720p, and it looks it looks good. It's it looks very good, but it has weird controls. All right, let's talk about the controls for Crisis for a second. Um, and and just two things that nug that bothered the hell out of me. If you crouch, you have to like when you press the button down to crouch, and you let it go, it doesn't toggle. So it means your character immediately stands up. So you can't toggle your crouch in a game where you're supposed to be a bit stealthy. You can't like sit in a crouch position. You have to hold the button down. But when you aim down sights, you press the button once, and it toggles, and it stays looking down sights. So then to unget yourself out of sights you have to click the button again and it toggles you back out so you can't toggle your crouch but you can toggle your aim and i have a feeling that those should be reversed but there's no way yeah. to change that in the settings that's that's weird but with pro when you go prone you go prone and you stay prone oh man yeah they they
0: Hopefully they sort it out for the remaster, which is coming next month.
1: Yeah. But it's just it's it's a weird, it's weird, right? Like so I'm trying to like sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna sneak up, crouch down. And then my guy so I'm like sneaked up, crouch, and then also my guy stands up and then all the Chinese soldiers or the Korean soldiers are like, Hey, stop demon! And I'm like, Oh great, here's a firefight. <laughs> yeah. Um I also for that's thought- yeah, also fall guys. Um I was been playing a little bit of the Avengers beta. I'm gonna reserve reservations until I get past like the missions that they're making me play. Uh mm. but I will give you a quick first impressions. It's alright. It's fun. That's about it. Um what else? A little bit of remnant from the ashes. Uh once again, it's alright. I haven't really played much more into it. It's kind of Dark Soulsy, so immediately I'm a little like, eh. And it's another game where it's like, you have builds and talent points and stuff to do. And I'm like, I don't know how to input these things in! Uh, I guess I should stop watching speedrunners uh, play games, because they're like, we're going to run the optimal build, 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 build. Yeah, and they
0: just spew it all out, and you're like, I have no idea what you just said.
1: And then all of a sudden they jump across halfway through the level and just yeet it into the boss engine. It's like, okay, now we're fighting the boss. Uh, and I have done a 360 no scope and picked up the BFG that was left outside three hundred frames out to the left. But you can only get that if you do a frame perfect trick where you lag backwards by causing them to do a buffer jump, and you're just like, to, mm, duh. Mm, mm. Yeah.
0: Kind of like how we were watching uh, Yakuza Kawami too. Well, that Yakuza Kawami didn't have any like, it didn't have any glitches. No, just an exploit of how he could stop some of the fights.
1: Yeah. But still, it was nuts. Um, but that's really kind of all I've been playing. I've got Sid Meier's Civilization 6 installed. I've been meaning mm-hmm. to play that because like, that's like a good you want to kill some time, play a Civ game. Not my favorite Civ game, though. Uh, Civ, uh... If you guys want to know that, I'll tell you in a second. It was... Still is, because I have it. It was Sid Meier's Civilizations Beyond Earth. You guys remember that one? The sci-fi one, where you went to an, ex- an exoplanet? It was basically <laughs> kind of like the ne- like it was supposed to be the next Alpha Centauri. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but that's it. That's all I've been playing.
0: Okay, dokie, do you want to go next, Chris, or do you want me to?
2: <laughs> Yo, same! Um. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I'm to get a tissue. <laughs> um, I've been, uh, I've been playing a few games. Played a little bit of, uh, LD Scrolls <sighs> online. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I've uh, been playing a little bit of uh, a little bit of Minecraft. A little bit of Minecraft there. Uh, Reese you- Wave, yeah. Recent recent uh, Kimmy's has been uh, doing doing their Minecraft world. They've been doing their their whole thing, and I jumped in and I just started building in secret. I ran off and I just started building, and they were like, "I gotta go, I gotta go grab him, I gotta go get him." And I'm like, "No, Whew. I haven't even, I haven't joined in voice or anything." So it's only been in text. I've just told them, don't come here. Uh, and only recently did they get a peek at what I was building. And uh, <clears throat> I showed Geo the uh, exterior. So, so Reese came with me. And, uh, I showed him just the exterior layer. And I told them the math of it. So each of the wall... And I'm just going to tell the math of the outer wall. That's it. Just the outer wall. The outer wall... Each of the layers needs to be up three for cobblestone or th- for stone brick. So I need um, two layers of stone brick going up. So six along the entirety of the wall. I haven't counted the actual wall blocks, but I've uh, grabbed about uh, 10, 15 segments. So I'll say, I'll, I'll go with the, the um, 10 segment count. I'm pretty sure it's higher, but the 10 segment count. So it's six for the base, and then it's uh, six squares per block per the base. Five blocks, ten sets. So that alone is uh, 3,000 blocks. And that's just the bottom of the frame of the wall. Then it goes up a minimum of six. So that's another, that's 6,000. And then another 3, so 15, so that's 75,000. Then down the other side, so that's roughly, it's not doubled because I'm not going out. Well, I might do outwards, depends. Um, So we'll give a conservative another 3,000, so that's 10,500 blocks. (coughs) And that's pre-decoration. So we're already sitting at 10,000 blocks before towers, before decorations, and before the actual interior of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the wall is roughly two floors minimum. So we add another 1,500. So that's 12,000 blocks. Then there's towers. And the towers are, at lowest, six blocks taller than the wall. So, presuming each (coughs) one is a circumference of, we'll say, 45 blocks. It needs to go up six. At minimum. Up six. Then up Seven is the edge of the wall, and then up another eight, because the top is higher up, because there's uh, a two-block expansion. So we're looking at 20 blocks by 45 by 5. So that's oh, Such another <laughs> 1,800. And They're that's wrong. before we fill anything in. <laughs> So this, this castle is, right now, off of only walls and towers, only the outside, none of the interior, none of cleaning up anything else, none of the other parts outside of the castle that are fancy. We're sitting at close to, like, a 45,000 block option. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing it in, cre- not creative, it's survival.
0: So you have to keep an eye out just in case bloody uh, creepers not turn up trying
2: blow up. Right now they're on peaceful mode, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. when we convert over to survival, because we did for a little bit, and uh, they lost pretty much everything, and I lost maybe like two woodblocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got stomped, <laughs> and it was really funny. They like lost half of their live resources. <laughs> and just, we're having a rough time of it. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. During that time frame, I literally built a pathway, a bridge, and a fence on night one <laughs> while they were struggling to survive. <laughs> it was kind don't of remember. great.
0: Something remember you just bury a hole, you know, you just make a hole in the ground. Oh my god, like they, so the- that was the with thing. A, with the door. And there you go. There's your survival for the night.
2: That was the thing. I so once I learned it was uh I I opened up and I started building. I built myself just a super basic like underground pit house. Yeah. Uh as soon as I did when I got into the game. Um as you do. And then I found out it was peaceful mode. So I said fuck it. I opened everything up and I started building the castle. <laughs> so I have absolutely no house. <laughs> so they're like, we're going to turn survival on. I was like, okay, let me go down into my little underground bunker where I just grabbed as many resources as I can so I can build this house where I've been just strip mining shit. <laughs> I went in, I made myself a little, like, a four by six room, put a bed, put some torches, put a chest, put a crafting bench down so I just have a, like, house spot in the event something was wrong. And I said, all right, let's do this. <laughs> and these guys, they're not... They're not low on resources. I'll say that. Reese and Kimmy's not low on resources by any stretch of the imagination. Just, I'm just like, how? How are you having a hard time? <laughs> I was literally out being attacked by skeletons, zombies, creepers, spiders, the usual. Building a fence and a bridge across a death chasm because i was like oh if we need survival i actually need to go plant a farm so i made a huge pathway and i've been breaking it up into sections so i can start doing like uh crop growing and i'm keeping it you know nice and like adjusted it's not going to be super flat because pristine aesthetics that's what this whole project is about (laughs) Has he shown this on stream yet, this castle? Uh, I think he's shown only what I showed him yesterday. Yeah. And I have not shown any of it to anyone except for what happened, like, not yesterday, but maybe two days ago.
0: Fair, because there's something we may have to get Geo to actually post the clip. So he can go fucking ass huge.
2: I mean, I can boot... Nah, I can't, because if he's not on, I can't join in. Um but yeah no like I, I've i marked out the perimeter near their house where yeah. they should not approach my house right. uh, simply because they will see the progress because it's big <laughs>
0: <laughs> I to get behind trees don't come through
2: <laughs> oh my god no I cleared out as many trees as I can along the the line and i put redstone torches going if you go past this you can see it on the horizon so i have like marker uh, warning markers for them around the house (laughs) and i told them like don't come in within like these box coordinates and it's like 500 units in each direction So, like, there's a huge area that if they don't want to be spoiled, uh, I don't want to look where they won't go. I do appreciate them being good sports on that, but uh, I'm still going to be building yeah. it regardless. <laughs>
0: <Fair enough. laughs> yeah, but they can't see inside what you're building inside. This is true. So, yeah, it'd be like a, a nice little spoiler bit for them Go,
2: ta-da! Mm-hmm. take a look at this <laughs> as it stands right now all mm-hmm. i have is the outer wall and i'm not gonna lie uh it's twice as much as when i showed it off <laughs> <laughs> the wall itself is twice as built up they've been very helpful they've been providing a lot of resources um an enormous and absolutely like nauseating amount of stone uh Which, you know, honestly, is really funny. Um, I would say that their contributions are about half of what's actually been used. Ow. Yeah. So, like, I've been in there just demolishing the stoneworks underneath that (laughs) to make space for more of the base. So there's just caverns underneath my house. And just in places.
0: And then, new patch update, sinkholes. <laughs>
2: now my castle! <laughs> that would be terrible if they just added physics to dirt. Mm. That would be an abomination. That would destroy so many houses. Whole village is,
0: You see the village is still standing around a hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what you've been playing, dude? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, then. Well, uh, we played some four Guys last night. Frustrating fun. Fa- uh, thanks to Robin for joining us for that, because, you know, it's always good to hang out with the community. Because I-, I played some Tricky Tales with her as well, and some uh, Fall Guys with other people during the week, which is no win. I, I am the new Tim the Tatman. I know. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I have. It hurts. Um, I have been recording some more f- uh, F1 2020. I am now up to qualifying for the Japanese Grand Prix. Again, no spoilers of where I am because we're, we're gradually doing it in stages. However, the head-to-head with myself and James after Spain is I've won four points, James on three mm-hmm. because we drew in the same place and Spain. We were both sixth. With the track that everyone wants to see James play tomorrow, Monaco.
1: Monaco. <sighs>
0: I was asked earlier how much you would hate it, <laughs> and what level of hatred is it? Fall Guys hate, or Uno hatred? <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Uno, un- it, <laughs> Uno hatred by
2: the Uno hatred is much, much deeper. It's a much more, like, visceral and uh, So 45 minutes go off into a,
0: into a trance rant stage of hatred, that is. <laughs> Where we both try to poke him, go, James, you're right there. Oh, no causes, you fuckers.
2: <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, it, you know, we've we've talked about it. It's, it's worse than that. It's not going to talk about it, hatred. Yeah. <laughs> It's the explosive volcanic hatred that <laughs> just burns. It's it's silent cold fuming hatred. Mm. <laughs> it's the scary hatred. Yeah. We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Monopoly a- on the <laughs> other hand.
0: Totally fine. Oh Monopoly, yeah. <laughs> we need to play Monopoly at some point. Ooh,
2: yeah, risk. I agree. Or risk? I would be terrible. I'm really bad at risk. Just get Australia, man. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Um, but it's always on fire.
0: <laughs> That's why I don't go for California because <laughs> it's also on fire. Too soon? No, no. Okay, I mean you're just right. stating a point. Calif- no, it's
2: on fire honestly. now. Yeah, Cal- California <laughs> like out. self ignites frequently. That's a common event. The yes. redwood forest is designed to burn down. Because they like, said it
0: was dry lightning that started this one.
2: Yeah. Um, this one was weird because it was it was just like an extended thunderstorm. Yeah. Of course, they described it way more interesting, which is <laughs> yeah. a uh, a lightning siege.
0: <laughs> yeah. I they didn't go point up to the fire, pe- fire marshes and stuff. Go shit's on fire yo <laughs> they didn't do that <laughs> so so f1 yes progressing nicely um there has been some big news which you will see in weeks that's happened on there which if you're watching other f1 youtubers uh, stream kind of in a similar vein to them so yeah oh yeah uh Played some more Snooker 19, demolished my opponents, or round three of the UK Championship. Dead Rally 2 was shit. Uh, I actually retired my car for it because I was that annoyed. And it was partially annoyed because now it's a reasonable request if someone comes onto your stream and goes, Your, your alerts are too loud. Okay, phone. <laughs> it just got under my skin yesterday because it was a case of they were the only one complaining about my stream being too loud my uh alerts being loud and it's not a troll because i looked i checked they they have been following me a number of years now um but they don't really say much they don't really come in much and say um but yeah it just that and the fact that i've been struggling with dirt rally just put me off and when i had a bad round of two punctures pretty much the same time and just crashing all over the place, I just went. You know what? I can't be out and just retired. So that's there, but that will be shown on YouTube. I will be putting it on there because that will show you how much a uh, your mindset can change. Your mindset can put you off of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, so there is that. Uh, a little bit more Super Mario Brothers. On to the last world now of the new Super Mario Brothers. A hey, uh, completed Absolver. The, the, now, this is the thing. I went to build myself up a little bit on Absolver. And I didn't realize how much I actually had done because I saw a video where the last boss was... Their, their, their health points were taking an absolute age to go down for this person when they were playing it. Not so for me. <laughs> I've I've, heard, I've not often done 20-minute streams. <laughs> Absolver was that. Because I just went in, went up to tower, died a few times by falling off, off stairs as I do on that's over, got to the boss, bang, 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 get my help, get my stamina back. Bang, 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 stamina, a bit more bang. Oh, hold it down. Oh shit. Game complete. Fair enough. Enjoyed it for what it was. Maybe a bit short, but uh, yeah, you can still do the PvP stuff, I guess. Uh, Then I played Assault Android Cactus, which is like a drop-top-down twin-stick shooter, which has levels that are roguelike in that they change as you play. Rather than you die, you go back to a level, and it's changed. It changes while you're playing it, um, which is quite a cool mechanic, I find um a couple of couple of stages away from that, so I may complete that in the morning a little bit of tetris, a little bit of bejeweled free Earhart, which I started playing again, which again it's another twin stick. I seem to be reaching twin stick shooters at the moment. I don't know why um now Earhart is as a shooter and as a story, it's almost like Amelia Earhart is discovering fishing. Big sea, you know, not even sea, air fish, air whales, that sort of thing. And you have to climb each layer through it and take out pirates on this. Um, it's tough. And it's a case of almost rogue like and almost souls like, where if you die and you crash out, you lose your stuff that you gained. I'm enjoying it, but it, it seems it's a weird dichotomy saying that a, a shooter is very peaceful and relaxing, but it feels like it is. It just feels like, you know, you go, you got up to the first three level layers, not much activity with pirates, but it's just enough to keep you going. And you just, you just feel calm. I don't know why. Um, I think I'm about halfway through it. I took out a couple of bosses, but you know, you need to, again gain hit points you need to go you know gain armor that sort of thing to build up to get a better plane to go up and get you know to get to the end so we're in the middle of that at the moment of that and finally finally uh last night i played a game that was released yesterday uh which by the time of recording was the 21st of august 2020. And it's almost like a remake rather than a completely new game uh, called New Super Lucky Tale by Playful uh, Corp. And who kindly, very, very kindly provided me with a code for it. There are differences between it and Super Lucky's Tale. Um, the setup of the levels, the way it looks in places is different. Uh, so there's enough difference. For you to go i'm not playing the same game oh uh, no how dare they how dare they re release it like this the controls feel better it didn't feel as frustrating um some of the puzzles that people watch me just play through wait it's not like moving blocks you have to move statues so you have to move a fox statue onto like a green cross for some reason i was in a zone last night with it and just straight through no messing no mistakes no sort of oh shit! I've moved that too far. Got to move it back. I don't know why because some of them I never played because the last time I streamed it, streamed Super Lucky Stale was Christmas Day a couple of years ago for people, and it was fun. You know, we had we had uh, good giveaways. One of them to a very 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 deserving lady who was a, a mod of mine who has had a quite frankly compared to the rest of it of us a shittier twenty twenty. So, you know, and she's one of my shout outs. Uh, Mook, who is a mod, you're awesome. Thank you for doing what you did last night. We're on the stream for helping with giving the codes away. And yeah, I'm glad you got one of them. You deserve it. So that's my what I've been playing. Pimp and shout outs time, gentlemen. I believe so. Well, again. Playful Corp. Barbara, thank you very much to the codes uh, for the game. I hope people who did get them, including two randoms, uh, enjoyed them. Uh, there is Mook as well, again. There's a shout-out. And for people who are already looking at donating potentially to Extra Life for us, for our team. And Robin, who is now a team member. Thank you very much. How about
1: you guys? Elon Chan. <laughs> Elon just if go go look you'll see he's just just being Elon Elon being Elon uh yeah chat always thank you for being here we appreciate <laughs> you being here it's a lot of fun we'll be seeing you a lot the next couple weeks bye, right. oh yes God, why do we keep getting notifications?
2: Uh <laughs> Reese and Emmys, shout out to them for mm-hmm. dealing with my dumbass shenanigans. Oh yes, there was one I gotta I gotta throw this little story in. Uh while they were off on a little adventure, uh I went over to their house and I hooked up redstone to their villager bell. So it just clanged really loudly on a loop. And then they went inside and there was just the sound of closing doors. A classic classic prank Uh, but I went in and specifically as not to disturb the grass I popped up their crafting table dug underneath that hollowed out beneath their uh, little area and hooked up the loop there then went back up and put everything back (laughs) I'm proud of it I'm proud of that fact it was not the actual noisemaker. I'm not terribly proud of that. It's just, it was funny, uh, and once once it had lived through its uh its lifespan, I did tell them. I gave them, I, I let them look around for it for just a little bit, going, "All right, where the hell is this thing?" Uh, but I didn't make it too hard. Uh, I told them it was beneath their crafting table. As soon as like it stopped being amusing, <laughs> so I I didn't push it too far. I don't think. <laughs> 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 but thank you for dealing with my shenanigans. Uh, there will be more to come eventually. It's all harmless stuff. It's like, alright, here's like maybe a minute or two of just like <laughs> breaking down the dumb thing. One one easy fix to get rid of whatever I did. I don't make it difficult. I also boxed in their uh, their uh, uh, nether portal with dirt one time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say strictly building a wall doing the same thing for like hours on end it does get a little boring so i appreciate them putting up with my shenanigans (laughs) Uh, and then of course shout out to chat and viewers like you to our Mm -hmm. listeners on the audio podcasts yes and everyone involved
1: who will get this in a timely manner i yeah they will all right those are my shout outs
0: Let's one rec- piece of business. One more piece of business we haven't done yet.
2: What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Extra
0: life free, free play Friday.
2: Oh, this is true. Free uh... play Friday choices. <laughs>
0: now I remember last night someone saying that they were going to do. They were going to say for another week of four guys, but not using their normal controller. No, control,
1: no. I, I mentioned it, but I didn't say that was gonna be the game <laughs> I'd be choosing.
0: <laughs> shall we tell the gentlemen, what, what you were going to be using
1: <laughs> yes my racing wheel because I just hate myself so I'm going to play a game you that I'm not see. good at by using the racing wheel making turn left turn right and then move be the gas pedal jump be the clutch and then um, like one of the buttons being yeet and just trying to I just hmm. figure out if it works, though. That's that's the main thing, if I can map it. If I can't map it, then there's no point. Yeah. But Is that your choice,
0: or what is your oh, choice? Oh, hell no, then? I ain't
1: choosing... I'm choosing Torch... <laughs> I'm choosing, choosing Borderlands 2.
2: <laughs> All right, <laughs> Borderlands so we got Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. Will? I'm gonna go for Monopoly.
1: <laughs> is that on Steam?
2: All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe it platform? is. Um, I hold on. I gotta double check. Uh, because I can't do, uh, Ubisoft games that make me go through their platform. Oh yeah, you. My network it. does not like it.
1: My yeah, network throws it me off
2: constantly. Yeah, I couldn't play Siege, and I really wanted to play Siege. Like, so, hmm. alternative for that. Oh,
0: I don't know. Honestly, well, I'll pick Fall guys again for you, then James. If you're not going, to,
1: you're going to go Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was not. I was not going to choose Fall guys.
2: I'm going to throw down Stardew Valley.
1: Oh, I like that.
2: We've been doing some high octane. We've been doing some intense. We've been doing yeah. some some serious serious shit. But I'm going to throw down something calm, something relaxing.
0: Fair enough.
1: Is that us? We are done? All
0: right.
1: That's it. Everybody have a wonderful weekend or whatever time of day that you're having. Just have a day. And we'll catch you tomorrow for F1 if you guys want to see me. It's Monaco time. It's time. It's going to happen. If not, Friday for Free Play Friday. If not then, a week from today for the next podcast during Gamescom. Where we'll have more to talk about. Most likely, Jeff Keighley's wonderful hair. Because Jeff Keighley. Alright everybody, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye 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 <laughs>